Joining us in the studio this morning is Martin Ridlow. He's the economic officer for the town of Collingwood, as well uh, deals with uh, marketing. And uh, Martin, congratulations on everything that uh, the town and the BIA combined with to, to do for Canada Day. It was fantastic. It was a spectacular Canada Day this year. Um, lots of people downtown, particularly on Canada Day itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amphitheater had their first showing of Casablanca yes. after the fireworks. And it was really neat. What I noticed this year was the number of boats out in the harbor watching the fireworks. Yeah. Um, I did a rough count, over 50 boats watching the fireworks on top of the crowd that was gathered around Millennium Park, the Station Museum, and in around the whole harbor. Uh, it was a real great community celebration. The Shipyard Amphitheater is really starting to get a lot of use in our community, and we saw that for Canada Day weekend. We heard a lot of great stories about how the bands did such a great job. Indeed. We're, uh, we're really starting to develop as many different musical venues as we can around town. Certainly, Millennium Park and the Amphitheater are two outstanding outdoor ones, but we've, of course, also got the Simcoe mm-hmm. Street Theater and the Gaiety Theater. So uh, it, it's really neat to see what's happening here with the musical scene. Simcoe County did a study uh, earlier this year uh, of all of Simcoe County and even into a little bit of Gray County. And what was interesting, they found that there's something very unique that's happening with the musical scene right here around Collingwood, uh, where Barry and really I mean, have a lot of cover bands. Mm-hmm. What we're finding is there are a lot of original musicians composing their own stuff, songers, uh, singers, songwriters creating their own stuff. Uh, We've got 14-year-old, 13-year-old young stars that are coming through, 16, 17-year-olds that are starting to perform down in California, and they're all coming from this South Georgian Bay area. And that's something very unique. So Mm. certainly uh, with the Peak to Shore Music Festival starting off this Wednesday, it's a chance to celebrate both local musicians as well as some musicians that are coming from abroad. Yeah, it's a great blend, as you said, of, of a great way to promote what we have in our community, but it's also great when we can reach out and bring some of the bigger names, some of the folks that have been doing this a while, to to not only entertain us, but to be that inspiration to the to local talent as to where this can go. And one of those names is the closing act for the festival. Of course, it opens this Wednesday, uh, but it closes uh, at the Shipyard Amphitheater with uh, a young lady who just killed at the Meaford Hall uh, at a previous Peak to Shore Festival, Iris Smith, and she joins us on the line. Iris, great to have you with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Irish, of course. So you you, uh, were born and bred and raised in Ireland. Uh, You now call Canada home. Uh, How much uh, of growing up in Ireland has impacted your songwriting? I'd say a great deal, actually. We're we're a nation of uh, storytellers and... You know, we, I, I totally incorporate that into my into my songs. It's great. You know, Canada is such a such an amazing country that you travel from one end of it to the other, and 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 you just collect the stories along the way, and then they make it onto my albums. You know. Your shows are, are certainly very musical. You write to very passionate, very personal songs, but you also re- relate these songs to the audience so, with stories and, and just your stage presence. Uh, how important is the performing side of being a singer-songwriter to you? For me, it's it's almost really it's almost eighty. I would say eighty percent of it for like. For me, the thing, the thing is, I'm not just a singer-songwriter. I'm not just a guitar player. I, I, I try and be an all-round entertainer, and, and that's why I want, like, money's hard to come by these days, and I want people to feel like, you know, they're getting they're getting the bang for their books. So I want them to, to, to have a whole experience. That's why I love involving the crowd, and I don't care. I talk to the crowd if they're, 
if they're 20 people or 180,000 people, I, I, I love talking to the crowd, including the crowd, and, and no two shows are the same. You have performed practically all over the globe. Uh, you've performed in Georgia Bay before. Uh, are, do you see differences in audiences, or are generally audiences the same? No, absolutely, they're different. Uh, I mean, at their very core, they're all the same. We're all we're all human beings. But uh, uh, the the one thing that strikes me about the Canadian uh, the, the Canadian and the Australian audiences are very similar to me. Um, they just love getting behind uh, a talent that they can call their own, even if they're not their own, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, they really stick by their music. And one thing I find very similar between the Canadian and the Australian audiences is they, they love a story. They love a song that they can relate to, that, that maybe maybe the songwriter has prepped, you know, before the, before the song starts. And they just get right into it. And, and, and that's something I... I, I don't notice everywhere. It's only really in Canadian and the and the Australian audience. Your stories, your songs are very personal. Are there any topics that are not on the table that you won't write about or or, or talk about or share? No, absolutely not. I think um, I, I think matters of the heart, matters of social justice. I think. Uh, you know, uh, uh, historical matters. Like for me, if it's if it's if it's worth telling, I I will I will try and write a song about it. And the thing for me is, you've got to, you know, I'm a I'm a contemporary folk musician, but I'm a folk you know a folk musician at heart. So it's it's kind of in our DNA that we're supposed to uh, ruffle a few feathers with the, <laughs> with what we sing. Well, we look forward to seeing you ruffling some feathers Sunday, July 8th, closing up the Peak to Shore Music Festival. The showtime is at 8 p.m. and at the Shipyards Amphitheater. And Martin Ridlow, if folks want more information about this show or about the festival in general, where should they go? The best place is to go to the website, peaktoshore.ca. pops up right away. It's one of the top Google searches right now. Uh, so five days 10 venues and 30 free concerts. So there's going to be a lot of music happening here over the next five days. Really encourage people to check out Peak to Shore. Um, and don't forget, it also is taking places in restaurants yes. um, around uh, the South Georgian Bay region. So it's a great chance to go out for dinner and enjoy some music that And it way all too. kicks off uh, this Wednesday tomorrow at Local Live Lunch and goes right through until Sunday when Irish Mythen closes it all up July 8th. Irish, thank you so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you coming up on Sunday. Thanks for having me, guys. Martin Rulil, thank you for being here. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Paul 